Rabbi Sai, there is nothing more cruel to somebody and insensitive to somebody else that when somebody is talking to you, that you don't listen to him, that you don't care what he's saying, and you have no interest in what he's saying also. Nothing more cruel than that. Nothing more insensitive to do that to somebody. Rabbi Sai, I want to start something, Beis Hashem, today, that will go on for a number of weeks, something that we did last year, that I heard from numerous boys in this yeshiva, that when we started this, it very much changed their perspective on this issue in a big way. I heard this from many boys in the yeshiva. You know, many times during the day, many times in our lives, the Rabbi Shalom talks to us. The Rabbi Shalom talks to us. He wants to talk to us. He wants to tell us things. He wants to have a relationship with us. How insensitive, how cruel is that? If we say we're not interested, we don't, we don't hear it, we don't care about it, we're not listening. One of the Gavaldiga Kashas that many people ask on the Aseris Adibris is the following. One of the Aseris Adibris, took us out of Mitzrayim. Many people ask the question as follows. Shouldn't it really have been I am the Rabbi Shalom who created the world. What's Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is something that happened to have happened many, many years after the creation of the world. Should we not have started and had one of the Ten Commandments, the Aseris Adibrois, one of the blueprints of the Torah is simple, being I am Hashem who created the world. What's Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? It's an obvious question that many people ask when they go through the Aseris Adibris. And the answer is as follows. This answer is brought to you by the Rosh in the Aruch Chaim. In the Aruch Chaim, the Rosh says this question and he answers like this. He says, because if, we, if the Aseris Adibris would have started by saying, I am Hashem who created the world, that a person could have made a mistake. What would the mistake have been? The mistake could have been that a person could have said, well, the Rebunshul created the world and that's it. Stopped there. No longer does the Rabbani Shalom continue to look at the world and run the world and be busy with the world. So what do we say? We say, look the Rosh, that we say the Rabbani Shalom, of course he created the world. That we know. You open up a voracious, you know the Rabbani Shalom created the world. Oh, but the Rabbani Shalom cares about the world. The Rabbani Shalom is running the world. Every detail in this world that happens is because of the Rabbani Shalom. Therefore, look the Rosh. That's why the Aseris Adibris says, I am the Rebbeinu who took you out of Mitzrayim. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is the greatest, the greatest act of Ashkocha Protis, the greatest act of the Yad Hashem, of the Rebbeinu Shalom, looking down at the world, running the world constantly. Zuk the Rosh. That's why the Aseris Adibris says what it says. There's a Gemara in Cholim, Davzayinam Abbas, where the Gemara says, that there isn't a person in the world that would even stump his finger. You hurt your finger. Unless it was a guzera from the Rabbi Nishalayla. That means, every single thing that happens in the world, everything that happens to us, from the biggest thing in the world, to the smallest, minutest action, is because there was a guzera in Shomayim, it was decided, it was paskins, and it happened. That is what it's all about. Ravik de Miller, Zatzal asks, almost every parish of the Torah, I don't know if you noticed this, but almost, ev- almost, not every, but almost, every parish of the Torah begins with a V. There's a Vav there. 
Why is there a vav there? A vav is like, almost like an and, because there's a connection. And one parasha leads to another parasha, which leads to another parasha, which leads to another parasha. Everything that happens in our lives, whether we recognize it or we don't recognize it, is from the Rabbani Shalom. The Ashgacha protest that goes on in our life is mind-boggling. And I remember doing this last year with the guys. We discussed this, and maybe we'll discuss some of the same things as well. And we asked the Olam to write in emails. Believe it or not, emails. And the Olam did. And we got emails in. And we read them out. During, over here on a Sunday morning, we read out the emails. And I remember so many times. I remember even going on the trip. We were hiking somewhere. And one of the guys came up with something like, oh, look at the Ashkoch protest that we... I'm like, and, I, and he said that. Isn't it amazing? Like, now I'm realizing it. Like, it happens to me all the time. But you never thought about it. So many times the Rabunshim is talking to us. He wants the relationship. But we have to talk back. We have to hear it. We have to understand it. You know, Emuna is one of the most fragile things that we have. It's a very fragile thing. The Chavot Chaim says, at the end of, the day, end of days, right before Mashiach, it's going to be so difficult. The Chavot Chaim brings the Moshe, we've said it here before, the Chavot Chaim says, it's like a rope dangling down, saving someone who's drowning. You have to grab hold of it. And once you grab hold of it, you have to keep holding on it really, really tight, because it's going to swing really, really fiercely. So the Chavot Chaim, the Sof Yom at the end of the days, right before Mashiach is going to come, the Rabban Shem is going to swing that rope really fiercely. And if you're holding on to it, and you're holding it tight, you'll last till the end. You'll be there, you'll manage. Rabbi say, Emuna, Zubram Chatzka Lebenstein, the Sefer Ari Chatzka, brings a Moedik Azach, brings a Maimon Ashkocha Protis. And he says that Ashkocha Protis comes before Emuna. Because once you see the Yad Hashem in your life, once you see how the Rabban Shem directs everything that happens to you, then you can have Emunah in Hashem. As is Rabbi Chatzkel. There's a Medrash Rabbah. The Medrash Rabbah tells us that Rabbi Shimon Bayechai, when he left the cave, he saw a man hunting birds. And Rabbi Shimon heard a voice from Shemayim decreeing which bird would be captured and which would escape the hunter. Look, the Medrash we see that exactly what the Rabbani Shon wants a person to hear, what it wants a person to see, everything is Bashkacha Protis, everything is with a minute detail, famous mice with Eiliger Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov was sitting with his Talmudim in this field, they were learning, they were learning Torah, they were coming closer to the Rabbani Shalom. And all of a sudden the wind came, and it caused some of the leaves on a nearby tree to fall down, and land very close to where the Baal Shem Tov, with his, when his Talmidim were. The Baal Shem Tov told his Talmidim, he said, you should know that this wind was for the benefit of a worm that was sitting at the edge of a leaf, and the rays of sun were beating very strongly on him. And the worm screamed out to the Rabbani Shalom, and the Rabbani Shalom sent a wind to blow some of the leaves to the ground, including that one, to fall directly over the worm, so he should have shade. As little as that. So the Baal Shem Tov, you have to look even at that. The smallest leaf that falls down from a tree is Ba'ashkocha Protis, is Xerah from the Rabbi because everything has a reason. Everything is put into the world for a purpose. You know, it's interesting, and many people ask the Kasha, why don't we teach Emunah in schools? Little kids, they don't really have classes on Emunah. They don't, maybe they should, I don't know, but they don't. 
which is not really in the system of the school, regular teaching, and it's not part of the regular schedule of a school. Why not? Why isn't there Munator? And the answer, the Gedolim bring this down, and they all talk about it, is simply because you don't teach emuna, You acquire emuna. Emuna is in fact, Revolba, in Ar Ali Shaw brings down as well. Revolba says emuna is not something that, you know, you just pick up. It's a midah, it's a character trait. Just like a person has gaiva, just like a person has also cast, also, it's a midah, it's a character trait. It's a midah called emuna. And it's something that a person has to acquire. It's a very, very important thing. In fact, it's brought down. Remechal Yehuda Lefkowitz brings as well, that he says that the way that a person can have chizik in emuna. How can a person be mechazik in emuna? So many people want to have chizik in emuna. You know, sometimes a person goes through a situation and his whole emuna comes crumbling down. Where's the Rabbeinu Shalom? What's he doing to me? What's, why is this happening to me? How do we mechazik ourselves? So when we get into such a situation, we automatically know, Rabbeinu Shalom, you have a plan. We don't know what it is. We don't even understand it. But we know that there's a rabbi in Shlana, and we know that everything's for our good. Called the Ovid Rachmana, the Tav Ovid. And therefore, Zukra Mechal Yehuda Lefkowitz, the way to do it is by studying and understanding the Chumash, he says, with the Ramban of Ashkocha Protis of Yitzias Mitzrayim. Yitzias Mitzrayim, and looking at Ashkocha Protis of the world, can make a person chizik in a moment in an incredible way. In fact, Rabbi Tzinrochama Shane, out of Ashram, when she moved from the Mir in 1938, and she moved to America. So she came to B'chatzka Levenstein, the Mashkiach of Mei Yeshiva. And she said, I'm going to America. Now America is not the greatest place if a person wants to work on his emunah. There's lots of things, there's horrors, there's distractions. What do I do? What am I going to do? 1938. Whatever, what distractions did they have there? What am I going to do? I'm going to America. What can I machazik my emunah? So B'chatzka said, I'm going to Kazakh. He said, you've been learning in the Mei you absorb so much kedusha, so much tahara. You you gain so much. The only way to keep it is learn hashkocha protis of every detail in your life. Zuk the of the me That's what you have to do. The, the only way to keep your Torah, to keep your emuna strong, is this: is hashkocha protis. Is to go through your life and recognize. Everything the Rabbanishim does to you, how he directs to you, and everything else. In fact, when Matisyo Shlita, also in his Hakdama, was very first safer, brings down the way to convey emuna to our children. Not only do we want it for ourselves, we want it for our children. So Matisyo, how do we do it? By looking, demonstrating, and remembering and highlighting the Hashkocha Protis that we have in our lives. And it's so, so often that things happen that we have to recognize the Hashkocha Protis. Rabbi says so many times in our lives, things happen. Small things! They don't have to be these unbelievable stories, wow, that make the Rabbi Pesach Chromebooks. It can be small little things. I woke up and I went to, I went to Chef in the afternoon because I needed something in a storm and I met a guy and he invited me for a Shabbos meal this, this Shabbos. Not a big deal! But if I wouldn't have gone, I wouldn't have met him. But that's Hashkocha Protis. Now when we start noting these, when we remember them, when we highlight them, it changes our perspective in life. 
And that's when something difficult happens. When something, you know, with a trial or tribulation, when things go tough in life. And we wonder why we're so accustomed to, to directing our brain, channeling our thoughts into, there's a Rabboni there's a plan, there's a reason. There's Ashkocha Protis. You know, I'll just tell you two Mordecai Mises, and then we'll end for today, because we're going to do this every Sunday, Be'ezus Hashem, and I really believe that this is going to change so much of your perspective of life. Famous Mises, I love this Mises, I've said it so many times, but this is one of my greatest stories of Ashkocha Protis that we all love, and we've said this, and we all know this story, but it's Kavaldik. The two Heiliger brothers, the Heiliger brothers of Meilich and Rebzisha, were wondering... And they did many, many times a self-imposed exile. They used to put themselves in Golis. No one recognized them. They were dressed differently. And it was a way of Kaparis Havainus that nobody would give them covered. And they would go from town to town. And sometimes people would mavaza them. And they would accept it. And this was their way of self-imposed Golis of Kaparis Havainus. And there was a certain inn that Rubmailach and Rubzisha were in. And they were in this inn, and the way that they used to have this inn, the people used to make chasanas there, a babchon would come, and he would say jokes, and we'd make fun of people, certain things. So Remelech and Abzisha sitting in two different seats. So Abzisha is sitting right in the front, in the middle. Remelech is sitting in the corner over there, each one doing their avoider. Obviously nobody knows who they are. And suddenly the babchon comes, and takes Abzisha, and he slaps him in the middle, and he starts making fun of him. Rabzisha is so excited. Oh, Baruch Hashem, Kaporis Havonis, they're being mavazami, I'm accepting it, I'm not insulting them back, I'm not, you know, Kavaldi. And then they start beating him, beating him, and everybody's laughing, who's this beggar, what is he, one of he's come to get food, it was the derech, all the beggars in the area used to come in and get food, so he used to do that, and he got it, and then eventually they shoved him back to his seat. And they continued. A few minutes later, they were looking for another volunteer. They take Rabzisha, they take Rabzisha, they bring him back in again making fun of him and insults and all sorts of things and whacking him and I got the oil are laughing it's Kashmak Zisha's mamish avoiders mamish slava the rabbi nishloim ah few minutes later they put him back now Rumaylech is sitting in the corner he's a chitzpah I also want to get such busyness I want to do that so he taps his brother on the shoulder and says can we switch places please it seems that this is the right place to get the busyness Zisha so says oh my dear brother father I would never stop you from doing such a kavaldiga avoida so they switch places now Zisha's trying to go to the corner now Ramaylechov is over there a few minutes later we need a volunteer nah we've t- uh, this, this, this seat over here is not good let's go right to the corner over there and they go right to the corner and shrap in Zisha again and there he is he's being beaten again everything's bashkocha we think, we understand, we know, we cheshven, we calculate, we understand. We don't understand anything. There's a Rabbi Shalom. He runs the world and he understands that everything is for our best. We don't always see it, we don't always recognize it, but we have to realize it's there. Let me just end today with one Gavaldiger Meiser. This one is actually from Rabbi Pesach Krem, but it is so Gavaldig. And we've got so many. And I've got some emails from last year, which I actually never read out, which I'm planning to read out as well. And I'm hoping that you guys are going to join me and also write me some emails. And hopefully we'll be able to bring them in the Shiva as well. He brings a certain Rosh Hashiva that travels all over the country in America to collect money for the Yeshiva. And he was one time collecting in New York, and he became ill. He felt terrible, his chest got tight, his breathing got difficult. He didn't know what to do, but he always knew that he kept the number of his doctor. Because he knew that he always had these issues every so often, so he keeps the number of his doctor on the back of his phone to make sure that in any situation, he's going to call the doctor. So he manages in his weak state to get out his phone, 
He dials the number. He calls and they answer the phone. He was so excited. Baruch Hashem. Otherwise, if the number was busy, who knows what would be, right? These things are a matter of seconds. Who knows what's going to be? He wanted to find out if it was dangerous, not dangerous. So he calls the doctor. They answer. He says, hello. Hello, it's Dr. Cohen, whatever his name is. Is he in? Uh, doc, the doctor happens to be here. Yes, I'm going to pass the phone to him. He calls the doctor. The doctor comes to the phone and says, how do you know I was here? He said, what do you mean, how do I know I was here? I called the doctor. So that this is the number. He said, no, 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 no. I'm on an emergency call. Nobody knows where I am. Not even my secretary or my wife knows where I am. I had to take an emergency call down the street. How, how did you get to me? How did you know where I was? How did you know my number? He looked the number that he called. It wasn't the same number that was on his phone. It was, he got a mistake. He made a mistake with the number. He called a different number. He misplaced a digit, but that was the right digit. And he ended up getting to the doctor. The doctor told him to go to hospital. It saved his life. And he said, there's no shyly. The doctor said within a few more minutes, he would have got a heart attack and it would have been to the point of no return. If that doesn't show you Ashkochapotis, what does? Rabbi Sai, I'd like to ask the Olam to join me in this. And not only send me emails, which I'll give you in a moment, but also record your own. Record your own Hashkocha Potters. Make a page on your phone. Make a piece of paper in your pocket. And start going through the times in life where you see the Rabbi Shalom's hand. It can change everything. Change your perspective in life. Changes your amunits. Machazik your for the future. Which is the greatest tool you can ever have. I ask the Oilam, please. But all of you who are sitting here. Those of you listening on to any time. Listening on Spotify. Whatever it is. Send me an email. R-A-W at basedovid.com, B-E-I-S-Dovid.com. Guys, please, R-A-W, at basedovid, B-E-I-S-Dovid.com. Send me an email. Next Sunday, Mitzvah Shem, we're going to read these emails out here. We're together, are going to be Mechazik, our Shkocha Protis, and Amun and the Rabbi Nishlam. Have a wonderful week.